The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello, welcome back and happy Friday as we finish off the week together. Today we are going to finish off the book of Ephesians. Um, quick reminder as we're getting started up here, um, these last two weeks I've been pre-recorded ahead of time before I left for vacation two weeks ago. And so I uh, mentioned that I, when I left I had yet to decide what it was we were going to do next now that we're done with the book of Ephesians. I've been asked to consider going to the book of Colossians and it is tempting, there's no doubt about that, so that might be something we're going to do, but I will let you know. There will not be one on Monday, we'll be just getting back from vacation, I will not have taken time to prep for the next one. So starting Tuesday morning, we will be back. I will be back in the office. I'll be back in church Sunday, this coming Sunday, but I'll be back in the office on Tuesday and back in uh, doing the devotionals. But I just let you know that uh, we did not be one on Monday. Today, we're going to do something interesting. Every once in a while, one of the reasons I like going through the books of the Bible and verse by verse is sometimes you hit sections of Scripture that when you look at it, they don't necessarily scream great, powerful truth. And what I mean by that is, you know, you go back to most of Ephesians chapter 6. And you see, you know, the spiritual warfare and the power of prayer and, and all the things come with it. These, these are life-transforming truths. And then every once in a while, you read a verse and you seem like, I just, I don't seem to know what it's trying to say. And sometimes it may not be fully as say, transforming as other parts of Ephesians 6. And sometimes it's great information. What we're going to look at today gives us a little bit of insight into somehow, some of how the letters that we now have as books of the Bible were created and the purpose of them and uh, and some of why we do what we do even in church today and then again uh, finish up a little bit with Paul's heart for this church please remember a couple things when you see the word Ephesians that is a letter we look at it as a book of the Bible but it was a letter written to the church of Ephesus the Ephesian people just like Philippians is a letter written to the church of Philippi the Philippians people the book of Colossians is a letter written to the Colossi people or the Colossians people uh, church of Colossi so what you're seeing here it is a letter these are broken up in chapter divisions because preachers since then have done that um, to allow it to be easier to follow, but it was simply a letter. It was his in jail, his concern to this church that as we've studied in the morning services is a church that he started while he was on one of his missionary journeys. And so um, Ephesus was not an easy place to be a Christian. Um, you really stood out if you were gonna follow Christ. And uh, so he's encouraging it, hence the reason for the aspect of spiritual warfare and things of that nature. So he's coming to a close and he gives a couple thoughts in this letter and these last thoughts that um, I think are just nothing else, they're helpful for us to understand. So we go down to verse um, um, 21. He says in verse 21, but that ye also may know my affairs and how I do, Tychius, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things. So let's, let's, what is he talking about? One, obviously he's in jail. Please remember he's in jail. There wasn't necessarily easy mail transportation back then. Uh, jail was very, very different in Bible days 
than it is now. There really was no rights for the prisoners. Uh, it's not like I can have my guests and I have a comfort, I have my own cell. Generally, it was an open place. A lot of people there, very, very dirty, very filthy, very dangerous. Um, and if, generally speaking, if you were to be fed, um, someone had to come feed you and give you things and things of that nature. But in this situation, you say, well, then how would Paul write a book or a letter to the church at Ephesus when he's in jail. Well, it's simple. Um, at the very bottom, I don't know if yours has it. Mine's a, mine's a study Bible. At the very bottom of this, after verse 24, there's kind of a parenthesis, and it says, written from Rome under the Ephesians by Tychius. You see, what's the point? It's a side note by the person who put this put this um, study Bible together to explain who Tychius was. Generally speaking, a lot of times these people, um, when they would write them, Paul specifically, he did not necessarily handwrite these letters. He would, he would dictate them. He would speak them. And there were different people who would listen to what he was saying and write it down. Um, Timothy's like that, written by someone else as he's in prison. But in this circumstance, a, a faithful servant, another preacher, one of his mentorees, if we could put it that way, was came out here and one of his jobs was to write this letter as Paul would bear his heart to Tychius. Tychius would write it down and then he, when he got done writing it down, he then takes this letter and hand delivers it to the church at Ephesus for several reasons. One, he wanted them to know Paul's condition. Is he alive? Uh, what do we think is going to happen? Is he going to get out of jail? Um, so he was giving an update on this person who was a very big figure in the church, a, the founder of the church, a, a father to an extent, spiritual father to many of the people who he introduced to Jesus. And so they wanted to know. So he comes back with this information and then brings with him uh, the letter, this letter that would ultimately become what we call the book of Ephesians. And so that explains a little bit what he's saying is, I'm sending him back with this letter to let you know my condition, but let you know what God has laid upon my heart to tell you. He says in verse 22, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that you may know our affairs and that he might have, he might comfort your hearts. So a lot of people would have been kind of nervous about what Paul was going through. Will Paul live through this? Um, Will these kind of things come our way? Will we find ourselves in some of the same turmoil? And I think one of the things Paul always wanted to do when he's in jail was to remind them, listen, I'm I've kind of chosen to be here. I, I could have stayed away from these places. I could have stayed over in Asia. I, I could have run from this. I could have stopped preaching boldly. He said, I'm here because this is where God wants me to be. Don't see this as a bad thing. Don't see this as injustice or things of like that. This is God's plan for my life. Please understand that. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, in the very beginning of Ephesians chapter 1, he says, Paul, an apostle of Christ, by the will of God to the saints. Um, that's actually not on the theme. And it's chapter 4. There it is. Chapter 4 of Ephesians. He says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you. Now, why is he saying the prisoner of the Lord? Well, he goes, I'm not a prisoner of Rome, or I'm not a prisoner of whoever it is I'm enslaved with right now. He goes, I'm a prisoner of the Lord. I have chosen to follow God's calling in my life, and in that case, it has placed me in this place, and that's okay. Be of good comfort, because I know I'm here in purpose. God has a plan for me, and somehow he's going to use this for his honor and glory. Please remember, outside the apostle John, who wrote the book John and the book Revelation, and of course, first and second, third John, um, he was the only one that did not end up dying for the cross of Christ. He kind of did. He was isolated on the Isle of Patmos, but generally his life was not taken for the cause of Christ. All the other apostles were. This was not abnormal. So Paul's like, this is God's plan. And don't be comforted in the fact that I'm not here out of injustice. I'm here as part of God's 
plan. He finishes in what is a kind of a salutation that often is stated in these, in these books. We see in verse 23 and 24. Peace be to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all of them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. For all those that are following God, grace be with them, peace. God, God is going to be with them. They're not alone. And, and God's going to offer them the grace they need as they move on, even if I don't live through this. This is an important thing to look at, that God, Paul's, we said this yesterday, that Paul's circumstances, he was not angry or hurt by his circumstances. They were of God. And because they were of God, he was okay with that. And uh, the key is that, that when no matter what it is, we're comforted, we're comforted not the fact that Paul was released from his bonds, because he wasn't. Ultimately, he found himself in jail, and that ultimately became his death. He was killed for following Jesus which to him he was fine with. He stated in Acts, I'm ready to die in, in, in Jerusalem if that's what I would need. It didn't happen there, but that's what he you know, what he was ready for. Uh, God has not asked at least us as American Christians to live and to have to sacrifice that much. But I would state personally that a willingness to do that changes our heart. A true, sincere worship and love for God means that I'm going to set aside some things of the world to place God first. If I need to, if I need to set aside work, or if I need to set aside luxury, or if I need to set aside money, because God, His instructions, and frankly, just my love for God is more important than those things. And we, we live in a day where we don't have to do those things. No one's threatening our life over it. So it becomes easier to be indifferent to it. Can I encourage you that in the midst of the comfort and luxury that American Christianity brings, may we not become indifferent to the cause of Christ and to his kingdom and to what he's asked of us. May we still have an impassioned burden for God, for souls, and to see him transform our lives, our marriages, and our community for the cause of Christ. Wouldn't it be great to see people come, get saved, families growing uh, as a result of us and what little we can do. But it starts with a sincere dedication of heart to place him first. Paul was willing to do this. He said, have comfort. I've chosen this and God's got a plan. May that be our heart. To be comfortable in following God no matter what it is that he's asked us to go through and trust God's in control. Well, again, thanks for joining us as we have journeyed through 50-some episodes through the book of Ephesians. I appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and just the opportunity to teach God's Word. I love it. It is my thrill. It is my calling, and I absolutely love it. And I appreciate just, just those who are willing to listen. Listen to what it is that God lays upon my heart and how God speaks to me and hopefully encourages you as well. Again, there will be no devotional Monday. Uh, Tuesday we'll be back and uh, we'll let you know as we get closer what book. uh, On Sunday we'll let you know what book it is we're going to jump into and study next. We invite you to be back join with us Sunday. I really hope that the two guest speakers, Brother Pastor White and Dr. Valiente, were encouragement to you in the services that we have been gone. Uh, This Sunday we will be back in office, back in the church and uh, back worshiping with you. We do look forward to that as we've taken these couple weeks off. And we look forward to a great fall as we ask God to do great things. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again coming next Tuesday.